0: Welcome to the Blinding View Sound of Supper podcast, an alternative way for you to enjoy cooking, hosted by myself, Alex Pepper. Welcome back to the Sound of Supper. For today's episode, this is part one of a three-part tapas series we did at the cooking shed in West Wickham with Regan Anderton. For today's episode, we're going to be doing a bit of Potato Brothers or patatas Brothers. It's quite a straightforward recipe of only a few ingredients, so I'll list them now. You get everything ready and pause and then we'll catch you on you other side. So for today, you're going to need the following. One red bell pepper. One can of chopped tomatoes. One small tin of anchovy fillets. Some mild or hot red chilli powder, that's your choice. Some paprika. And a bit of vegetable oil. You'll also need a stick blender for this recipe, so have that ready to go. So again, press pause, get everything ready, and press play when you're ready to go. Right, so today we are in the cooking shed West Wickham, with Regan. Hello. Reg- how are you doing?
1: Good, how are you?
0: Yes, yeah, good, thank you. Nice um, and rainy outside. Yeah, you guys <laughs> might hear some uh, some background noise which is the, uh, the winter rain which is starting or autumn rain I should say, um, but it keeps it authentic, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely, it sounds cozy. <laughs>
0: cooking Spanish food at home in the rain. <laughs> um, right, so yeah, thanks for having us. What are we going to cook today?
1: So we're doing some tapas today, some Spanish tapas. Uh, so we are going to start with some potato bravas. So we're gonna make our own kind of like smoky, slightly chilliish sauce to go onto some roasted potatoes. Sounds good. And then we're gonna do some um, king prawns in chorizo. Lovely. So they're nice and easy and they have a little bit of butter and well quite a lot of butter and <laughs> and a little bit of spring onion in there as well. and then after we're gonna make some panda tomato, which is like a grilled sourdough, and then we're gonna grate some tomatoes with some salt and garlic and oil.
0: Lovely. So in terms of someone's a new cook or doesn't consider himself you know quite the chef, would you say this is uh easy, moderate, hard?
1: I think it's quite easy purely because you don't have to be very precise about the way that things are chopped or like the way it, yeah. that things are presented yeah. yeah it's nice but it's also so i call myself a bit of a glory cook right <laughs> so uh-huh. i like it when i put something that hasn't taken too much effort yeah onto a table and then everyone goes oh wow that's amazing you get the pat on the back yeah exactly <laughs> so this is these are kind of one of those types of dishes i think yeah um and obviously really nice for grazing and having a nice glass of Rioja, like red wine with nice Um and yeah but it's, particularly the potato bravas, the sauce is very easy because everything just goes into one jug and then you can blitz it all with a stick blender Lovely. or a food blender if you want.
0: Brilliant. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, those listening, uh, cook along if you want. Feel free to pause, rewind, fast forward um, if you know certain bits. Um, but for now, let's get cracking. Lovely. Right, where are we starting?
1: Okay, so we're going to start with the potato bravas. So here's your ball, Alex. Lovely. I'll give you a knife.
0: And what kind of so, knife we've got a nice big kitchen knife here yeah right? so
1: we've got an eight inch chef's knife cool so chef's knives an eight inch chef's knife is kind of like my main knife that i'd use in the kitchen yeah so i'd use it for everything from filleting fish to boning meat and um, chopping herbs all that kind of stuff
0: cool so um, you
1: don't really have to go out and get like a massive selection of knives okay i'd say it's an eight inch chef's knife uh, a bread knife obviously for if you're uh, cutting down bread Mm -hmm. and then like a small paring knife for taking like tops off strawberries and things like that. Brilliant, so if okay. you're starting out in cooking then they're kind of the three basic knives that you'd need. And do you need to spend a fortune or No. So the knives we're using today, these are just from Wilco. Right. They're about twenty pounds each, so they're not really that expensive. They got can you feel it's got a nice weight yeah, it's to the got handle. A good weight to that. Yeah. Is that important? It yeah. is important for me. I think a lot of people tend to like global knives and stuff, like very expensive knives. Right. Um, but I find that they are kind of evenly distributed in weight across the knife. Right. And right. I like to have a heavier handle because yeah
0: i can kind of understand that actually yeah well when you're doing
1: things like butternut squash or anything that really needs a bit of weight behind Mm, it mm. then having a heavier handle i find just helps for you to be able to push down and kind of get it through
0: yeah that makes sense
1: um so yeah so it doesn't need to be expensive it just needs to be sharp that's what i was going
0: to ask you actually so i'm really anal at home trying to sharpen like every time i use the knife yeah um for me i feel like it's makes things a lot safer
1: yeah much safer I've heard so if you've got a blunt knife it's more likely to slip off the food exactly, yeah. and then that's when it's going to kind of go towards your finger and then potentially cut you yeah
0: um,
1: obviously if you've got a sharp knife then it's dangerous to kind of leave it around so like you know kids yeah, picking things up in course. drawers or whatever so obviously make sure you've got it in a knife block or somewhere safe Um but actually it should be safer because because the knife is very sharp it will grip the actual food. Yeah. And then as long as you're always pointing the knife down towards the board, so the tip of the knife yeah. is always facing down towards the board. Okay. If you're ever going to slip then it will always just go into the board. Right. So then you're less you know because it's sharp, it's not going to kinda go to the sides in your skin and then it will always go towards the board.
0: Okay, that makes sense. I was gonna say what I've heard before is Giving a blind person a blunt knife is the most dangerous thing back. actually it sounds like giving anyone a blunt knife is the yeah, most dangerous it thing. Is. <laughs> I don't think it's unique to someone who's blind. No. So anyone listening, knife sharp and tidy up after yourself to keep them out of people's way. Yeah. Cool.
1: Absolutely right. So we're going to start with our potatoes. Yeah. So this is nice and easy because you don't have to peel them. Oh,
0: it's good. For, I, I hate peeling potatoes. Peeling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So
1: Alex, I've put three potatoes on your board. Lovely. Thank you very and much. And these are Charlotte potatoes. Yeah. So they're a bit waxy. Yeah. So So. Um, They're not going to be like a Maris Piper or King Edward's is kind of what you'd use for like a roast potato or to make mash with, because that's a much fluffier, lighter potato. Mm, mm. So you want something that's going to be a little bit denser and a bit waxy when you're doing something like the potato bravas, because we want it to hold itself together and not kind of break up. Okay, brilliant. So these are naturally quite long in shape as well. So we're going to cut the length of the potato first. So if you just cut cut it in half, long ways.
0: Cool. So for those of you listening along, whether you're sighted or not. What I think is always a good habit to get into in cutting anything, especially if you can't see, is, uh, as you heard Regan say, she's handing me three potatoes. Keep the other two well out of the way, uh, further away than you need them, because then when you're cutting, you can avoid you know, catching the tip of the knife on another you know, another bit of food and slipping and cutting yourself. So just an extra little tip there. So cool, we've gone a long way, a bit uneven, but you know, it doesn't matter about That's the all right. of it. Doesn't
1: matter. This is a rustic dish.
0: Good stuff. Um,
1: and then we're going to cut them into, each half is going to be cut into three pieces widthways. ways.
0: Cool, so we're going that way, yeah? Yeah. Cool.
1: So it's kind of like bite-sized chunks, really. Sounds good to me. And then I've got a roasting tin here, which I'll put in the middle of us. And And then we can just, once they're chopped, pop them into that. Good stuff. And then we can do the other two.
0: Great stuff
1: so obviously if you wanted to make this for more people what we're making is kind of enough for sort of two to three adults
0: okay, so this would be good this would be good for a, a greedy couple yeah or a, <laughs> or a couple and a child that likes Spanish food absolutely I know.
1: okay so I'm gonna pass you a bottle of sunflower oil cool so we've got um, sunflower oil we're using because we don't want it's going to reach quite a high temperature so this is almost like roasting potatoes right, okay so when you're putting oils to a high temperature yeah. then you don't want to use things like olive oil um, because they burn at around 200 degrees so they'll become like a carcinogenic and that can have cancer forming properties and not be very good for your health so, so going with, going with you're gonna like yeah if you open that up it's already cool. had its ring pulled yeah. and then pop your thumb over the top of it and then just so that you can kind of control the flow yeah, of the yeah. oil coming out and then you're just going to drizzle a little bit across so we don't want the potatoes like swimming in the oil
0: Okay, yeah. So, this is actually something I struggle with without a drizzler because obviously I can't always tell. So, actually, the thumb over the top, so we're literally just going for a line across, right?
1: Yeah, I'd almost do an X and then you know that you're going to get both bits. Brilliant. That's it? That's perfect. So, anyone
0: listening will obviously get no kind of audio feedback on that, but literally, what I've just done is I've had my thumb covering probably half of the lid. I'll give that back to you. Thank you. Was that enough? Yes, perfect. Uh, half the lid and I've just gone from corner to corner twice and as, as Regan said I've, uh, I've done an X so I imagine visually it's just like an X of oil across yeah. the uh, potatoes I'm guessing you're going to make the hands though yeah 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 hands <laughs> in. That's, right, that's what I like to do get it's hands in, in and um, I know I've done properly
1: and so you want every potato to be kind of coated in the oil yeah cool so this is obviously less than you would put in if you were doing roast potatoes yeah Um, because we just want to kind of lightly coat them and
0: oh, i would say that is pretty evenly coated That's good I you've got a
1: few just towards if you go towards you yeah. so this side of the tin cool. just a few more there
0: um really. yeah i think again anyone listening at home always be up for getting a little bit dirty hands on with the food you've got to enjoy the enjoy the experience it's the fun of cooking exactly right Cool. Would you right.
1: like my tea towel? I would love have thank that. Thank you very much. All right, so I'm going to put the oven on 180. Cool. And then we're going to put these in for about 25 minutes.
0: So, 25 minutes, you said, uh, 180.
1: Yeah, 25 minutes at 180. Um, and I've set the timer yeah. because I always forget things. <laughs> 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 yeah, telling me.
0: Um, so, again, another, a little tip for anyone listening, uh, sighted and unsighted. These days, something like your Amazon Echo or Google Home is the perfect thing for setting your timer. That's all I do, to be honest. Just, you know, um, Google, OK, Google, set a timer for 25 minutes. Or, failing that, you, most of you probably got a phone in your other hand or in
1: your pocket. So, uh, just pull that out, ask Siri to set a timer, and you're off. I love using my Echo for mm. the timings because you can also obviously dictate what you've got a timer for. So, you could have like four or five different things. So wait, can you actually time say, like set times. a timer for... Yeah, so I would say set potatoes timer for 20 minutes. I or I, and then I'd say like set sauce for 10 minutes or, yeah.
0: Oh my God, I, so I do it, but I just say set another timer.
1: Oh no, yeah, you can just set it for the time of and, and you, time, you say what it is. So then it will say, this you. <laughs> is your bread timer. <laughs> <laughs> is that your Alexa voice? That's my Alexa voice. Uh, what's next? Okay, so next we're going to do the sauce for the potatoes bravas. Lovely. So I've got a jug, measuring jug here, cool. which is there for you, um, and then we're going to add into that some smoked paprika. Nice.
0: So I love yeah. smoked paprika. Yes,
1: yeah, so do I? And it's really good for like jazzing up pasta dishes or anything yes. really.
0: Yes. Yeah, I, I find that paprika goes well with most things. Yeah. If not Even um,
1: like soup. I did a plain, plain tomato soup the other day and just mm. put a spoonful of smoked paprika in, yeah, yeah. and then it was just really kind nice. Of brings to it to sleep. life, right? Yeah. Right. So I'm going to give you a teaspoon. Cool. And mm-hmm. then we've got the paprika here. So you're gonna put two teaspoons of the paprika into the jug.
0: Cool, so again, with this dish, as we said, uh, the ingredients aren't strict. So If I was to do a bit too much, yeah, two teaspoons, right? Two spoons, two, yeah. uh, If I was to do a bit too much, or a bit too little, it doesn't really matter, right? No, not at all.
1: Yeah. And if you like your paprika, then put a bit more anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Thank cool, right, that's
1: back to you. Okay, then we've got a red pepper. So this is a whole red pepper that's raw. There you go. Thank you. So if you're lucky enough to get a red pepper that's still got the knobbly bit on the top, yeah, then you can use that to help you to take the seeds out. So yeah. So basically, you right. get your thumb and you push down in the middle of that. Yes. And then you would use the hook to pull it back out, and it will pull all of the seeds out with it.
0: Well, that's a good tip. So oh, I'd do right. it, yeah,
1: on a board, so you can kind of put your weight into it. Right, it. so I'm and pretty sure what?
0: that makes sense to anyone listening. But all I've done there is push the stem of the uh, the red pepper straight down. Didn't take too much effort. Greasy hands, it's hard to. i oh, yeah, just <laughs> Pulling it back out. So I've just got to dry my hands there. Making me look weak here, are really. you? <laughs> 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 oh, that's all right. Made a bit of mess, but that's but can cool. But you see, it's come out with all yeah, of the actual seeds
1: intact. So you end up with a few left in. Yeah, the majority yeah. of it all comes out, so oh, you don't have to cut all butter, around it? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it saves a lot of waste as well.
0: Oh, that's cool because I was actually trying to work out how I was going to describe how I'd cut a pepper, but actually, that saved a lot of bother. Yeah. Cool. Have we got and a bin then, to
1: hand? Yeah, I'll take that. It's Thank up. you. Okay, I'll pop on. it in the waste down here. If you just give it then a tap, so the open pepper, just give it a tap on your board, yep. and that will get the rest of the peppers out, the rest, the rest of the seeds, the seeds out.
0: I mean. Making a mess here, really. That's all right. <laughs> Cool, and then are we putting this straight in whole or are we just going to...
1: No, so we're going to roughly chop it just to help break it down. So if we, if you just take the pepper off your board yeah. and then I'll get rid of the seeds so that you cool. don't end up with them yeah. after yeah. your hard work of knocking them off.
0: That's true. So a little tip for uh, people listening at home. If yeah. you are, are like me and do tend to make a bit of a mess, which I think is true for people who can and can't see, um, something I do at home sometimes is get a really big baking tray and I put the chopping board in it uh, on a wet cloth so it doesn't slide around and then all I can do then is just brush bits off of the board into the tray. Oh, Don't do that all idea. the time to that's be honest. That's a good idea
1: for everyone. Yeah,
0: yeah, well for anyone, yeah, Side, yeah, yeah. not side. So uh, right, knife, so you say we're going to...
1: So I find it easier to turn it up so the skin side is facing down yeah. because then you've got a bit of grip Right, so. And it's easier to cut through, you're not trying to cut through the soft skin, Yeah. Uh, sorry the tough skin. Yeah. So you're just going to chop it into really rough bits. I'm going to cool. lean across you and grab the other half Quite and perfect. then we can both do, no problem both do some. So you're, again you're kind of cutting it down to sizes that were almost like the potatoes, oh, so sort potatoes. of big bite oh. sized chunks. Yeah. No um, it's all going to get blitzed with a stick blender but this just helps to give it a head start.
0: And does this have to be red peppers?
1: Uh, you could use yellow peppers. I wouldn't, uh, or orange. I wouldn't use green because they, they tend bitter? to be a bit bitter. Yeah. yeah so yeah. you want that sweetness.
0: So what is, it, and you want this in the jar? Yeah, please. Cool, where are we? Yeah. There we are.
1: So this almost adds like a natural sugar into it, the okay. sweetness, so we don't have to add extra, you know, on fine sugars and stuff. It. So that's our pepper. We've added our paprika. Next thing we're going to add is some garlic. Okay. So if we take a garlic clove of garlic each, there's one for right, you. I'm hoping
0: you can teach me a magic trick with garlic because I always find I struggle getting that last bit of skin off.
1: <laughs> okay. So if you put it on its side so okay. it's flat on the board.
0: Right, okay. I'm just nice gonna and move you've got a little oh, bit, of bit of pepper, pepper there. there yeah,
1: it? No so you put it flat on the board. Yeah. And then get your knife and turn your knife on its side so okay. it's flat on Black the garlic. Side? Yeah. Okay, so and then s- push down with the palm of your hand on the knife. So I don't have to bang just it. Just gently. It. Yeah. Okay. So can you hear it sort of cracks it?
0: Yeah. So to anyone listening, literally as Regan said, I've just put the knife flat on top of the uh, on top of the of the bit of garlic, make sure it's fairly stable, uh, and then I've just put a bit of weight. I suppose if someone was kind of a newbie or maybe just really scared of cutting themselves, they could do that with like something else, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you, you could do use it a plate of a cup, or a cup. Plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cold so all it's just applying the pressure to crack the skin, is that right?
1: Yeah, so it just cool. loosens the skin a bit. Good stuff. And then you're going to take your knife yep. and so to the very tip of the garlic, you don't want to waste any of it really. So tip so as in the side of
0: the, where the little stem bit is here? Yes, so you're okay. both ends you're going to do. Oh, okay, both so ends. So if you do
1: one end first, but don't cut all the way through. So you just want to press down lightly, so it's almost like you're creating a little flap. Right, let's try this. Oh, That's it. There you go, okay, cool. And then that flap you can fold and pull, and I then it will take see. that bit of skin with it.
0: Ah, this is where I've been going wrong.
1: And then the other end that you haven't chopped. Yeah. You want to do the same. Same thing, right? Push down, and then that would take another flap to take the other side off, and then you've just got the back skin to take. So then, chop your clove in half.
0: Yeah, and again, just for anyone who isn't quite sure, we are. Oh, sorry, I've gone rushed ahead then and cut it too small. No, that's fine. That's good. For anyone who is listening uh, and wondering, we are still using the same knife. So that eight-inch chef knife, was it? Yeah, eight-inch chef's knife. Cool. So So it's kind of an all-purpose. Uh, right, I've cut that well, sort of in half.
1: Lovely. Mm-hmm. And again, that's going to go in our jug. Cool. So it's just to chop it down, just so it kind of gives it a head start can again. Get some smells going on now. I know. It, I loads love. of people ask me how to get the smell of garlic off their fingers, but I love it. So stainless always, steel? Yeah. Is that so true? They, you can actually get stainless steel stones yeah. that are like a, um, almost look like a bar of soap. That's but, another uh, Lakeland job, yeah, right? Yeah, you rub your, yeah, I think Are you sponsored Lakeland? by Lakeland? Oh, no. <laughs> Lakeland's and Wilco. Um, Wilco, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Okay uh, so we've done our pepper, our garlic, our paprika. Next we're going to put in some cho- a tin of chopped tomatoes. So this has got a ring pull on it. Nice to so take Good that stuff. And then just pour it all straight into the jug. Cool. So with something like this, because we want it to be quite a nice thick sauce I would spend a little bit more money on the tomatoes. Okay, so the whole so we, tin's so going. So, the whole thing, right? Yeah, whole so thing. it's a 400 grand tin. 400 so grand. That's all
0: t- going. So, spend a bit more money for a decent quality? Yeah. Okay. Cool.
1: And um, for a dif- decent quality tomato, because the value tomatoes, they just tend to have a bit more water in them. Yes. So, we don't want it to be a really wet kind of liquidy so- sauce on this. We want it to be a bit thicker. A bit thicker, okay, that's so, good to know. Yeah, so these are cereal tomatoes, or like the Naples ones, or like all the different kind of better brands, rather than like okay. a, a supermarket zone.
0: Brilliant. So, um, again, people listening probably heard that, but Regan said it's got a, it's a ring pull on the top of the tin. I would always recommend uh, someone that can't, I can, I can open the tin happily with no sight, but it's a lot bloody easier if it's got the ring with pull. With ring pull, yeah. Um, And another little tip for anyone, just while we're talking about tin food, um, if you are gonna have loads of different tins in your cupboard, various different things, so, you know, tomatoes, coconut milk, a whole range of things, if this stuff you kinda use often, something like tin tomatoes or coconut milk, um, an easy way of identifying what it is, is I do things like I put two elastic bands on the coconut milk, one elastic band on the tomatoes, and then I can literally just grab it and know instantly, so. It's a little hot tip for anyone who's, uh, who needs, has uh, got broken eyes like
1: me. And were you saying that <laughs> uh, And were you saying, um, before when you came to the shed, yeah. you were saying that you use like a, a barcode app as well?
0: Yeah, there's something called Seeing AI, so it's like Seeing Artificial Intelligence. It's a free app, I think it's made by Microsoft. Um, it's been out for about a year or two now. It is just amazing, honestly. It's got so many different features. It can read like handwriting, currency. But the thing I use it for pretty much every day is, um, again, tins. So I just, you literally point the camera at the tin. Um, and obviously, I can't see what it says. It's it's good, because you don't have to take a picture. You can live do it. So you can move the tin uh, until it starts reading text. And then you just find what it is. And then all you really need to say is, you know, tomatoes. You know, like, I've got tomatoes. Or, for yeah. example, coconut. You know, you've got coconut. It's amazing. And I didn't even know this until last week, you can also change the to a different setting on the same app, Seeing AI. And it's got something called uh, product mode. And you can find the barcode so as it starts to see there's a barcode on the screen it'll make like a beeping noise it's almost like a like a the hot and cold game oh, yeah, it gets course. like louder or a different pitch and then you just hold it still It reads the barcode and it'll tell you I haven't yet found a product that it doesn't know what it is so oh, that's amazing. it's pretty amazing obviously you've got to have an internet connection but um, yeah. yeah honestly it's absolutely godsend that app.
1: It's really amazing. Cool. okay so uh, next thing we're adding is some chili so, we've got a chilli pot which has got like a little shaker on the top of okay, it. Okay, cool. So, if you like chilli,
0: I do. I do. I like it spicy, okay. well, medium to hot. Medium to hot, yeah.
1: okay. So, I will open the other side then that okay. comes out a lot faster than just the little oh, sprinkles. Maybe I spoke you soon. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're going to put half of a teaspoon of the chilli powder into the jug.
0: Cool, right. So, with something like chilli powder, you don't want to get this wrong. So, if I was to just pour a bit into my hand so I know what I've got. So yeah. I've got that kind of textural feeling pinch in. that'd be right, right, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's perfect. Cool, let's go for that then. There you go. Because I think it's uh, always a bit a bit risky with something like chilli. So that's probably, I'd say, a cool one.
1: Yep, oh. so about that again I'd go. Yeah.
0: So for those listening, not getting that kind of audio feedback, I'm literally pouring it into my fingers. Do you know, I'm going to be brave and go a little bit more than that. <laughs> and as you can hear, I'm just brushing it off my fingers into the pot.
1: So that was mild chilli, uh, sorry that was a a hot chilli powder so you've done half a spoon of that and then we're going to add in some ground black pepper so this is in a pepper mill so you just turn it upside down and I would go about eight grinds so everything we're doing now is going into the same jug. I like how you do it, Same, just eight grinds, eight eight twists, Yeah. nice and easy. Bush. Obviously, if you love pepper, you can put more. But yeah, um, then we've got anchovy fillets. So here's a little tin of anchovy fillets. Okay. So with anchovies, they are like liquid gold—the oil that's in the anchovy fillets okay. because it's really lovely-flavoured fishy right nice. okay really good it's great in um like soups or if you're doing things like a seafood pasta with like a seafood sauce or something right and um, the oil is like really really good so um it's really
0: rich in flavor then
1: yeah so we're going to use all of the oil from that tin so right. if you open it and just kind of push the ring pull up but then don't pull it back okay cool then you can then pour all of the oil so it will kind of keep it like a little lid
0: right so this actually this that's it. Just pour it straight in? Yeah,
1: just pour it straight in. Okay, that's brilliant. So all the oil comes out. And then you can pull the ring pull back to get the actual anchovies out.
0: Cool. And are these going in as well?
1: Yeah, so we're only going to do four anchovies. Because they're very salty. So these are like our salt seeds. I was going
0: to ask you about salt actually, so this explains for us. So we want four of these. So you right? want
1: four of the fillets, yeah. <laughs> right, okay, so everything's now in our jug. Cool. I'm just going to move your knife out of the way. Lovely. Move your jug onto your board. And then We've got a stick blender here. So this is like my most used gadget in a kitchen. Yeah. I use it for soups, sauces, like everything. Um, so this is just a really cheap brawn one. You don't have to get like expensive ones. Is it Wilco? <laughs> no, it's not Wilco. I think it was curries. <laughs> there you go. So if you hold the handle of the jug. Cool. Um, so I've moved it over oh, sorry, here, sorry. Right. So if you hold the handle of the jug yeah. and then there's just one button on this one. Lovely. So you'll put your stick right in to the bottom and then turn it on.
0: Okay, so we'll catch people on the other side because we are not gonna want to listen to this. So um just gonna give people that top tip that Regan said, um, whilst I was making a lot of noise you couldn't have heard. So Regan made a good point that as I was lifting the blender out of the ingredients, I was just removing my finger off the trigger to avoid it going absolutely everywhere. And this has got chili in it. So you don't want that. In yeah, your you don't eyes. want that. <laughs> cool. Okay, so that splits it up. So I would say, if you can't see the ingredients to have a visually work out the um, consistency, it literally feels like you're dunking the blender into like a thick soup. Um, is it? Is it? Can you kind of overdo this?
1: No, you can't overdo it.
0: So you can underdo it but not overdo it? Yeah,
1: so because we've got the quite big chunks of the garlic and big chunks of the peppers. Yeah you're better to overdo it than you are to underdo it because you don't want to then bite into it and then you just get a big chunk of garlic, raw garlic. Yeah,
0: I don't. Want, no one wants that. So no. I suppose the lesson here is just, if you're not quite sure, just do a tiny bit more. Yeah, probably just there. keep going. Cool.
1: And you can also like pop a finger in, a clean finger, and yeah. kind of have a feel. If you can feel any chunks, then just have another go. Obviously Cheeky take finger. the blade out first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> OK, so that now gets put to one side. OK. And then once you're ready to serve your potatoes, so once your potatoes are roasted, that just gets poured over the potatoes in the baking tray and back into the oven for like another five or ten minutes just to warm the just sauce warm through, through. And then that's ready to serve. So that
0: is potatoes bravas done.
1: Yeah. So our potatoes have had 25 minutes, so they're nice and kind of crispy um, and ready for the sauce. So Brilliant. now I'm literally pouring the sauce over the potatoes. I'm only using about half of the sauce, so okay. we can u- you can freeze the other half Brilliant. and then you can use that another time, so just defrost it before pasta, you're going to use it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it's lovely just on some chicken as well, like on a chicken thigh or chicken breast and then popped in the oven. Sounds good to me. Um, and then I'm going to put this back in the oven for a further 10 minutes just to warm through the sauce and to finish the potatoes cooking. Let's
0: go for it. So as Regan said there, um, the you want the potatoes sort of just slightly browned off and crisps. Uh, Tip: I would say for those of you who can't necessarily see if they're done, um, I tend to just put the dish down on top of a flat surface. Um, get myself, you know, whatever it is, a bit of cutlery. A, uh, I often use a plastic spatula, and I just get a bit of one bit of potato, lift it. To be honest, I often have a little bit of a bite, and just double check. Yes. Texturally, they're going to feel, you know, you're going to know it straight away. Bear in mind, it's going to be hot, um, but I would say it's always worth doing that before. Um, before applying any sauce, because the last thing you want is obviously undercooked potatoes with a nice lovely sauce on top. Yeah. So that is Potato Bravas done. Uh, part one of the three-part tapas series of The Sound of Supper. So hopefully you're going to enjoy this dish now, um, and you may be interested in cooking along to the other episodes. Episodes two and three uh, include a uh, chorizo prawn and onion dish, which is very, very simple and goes very nicely with this Potato Bravas. And the other one is uh, bread and tomato, which is a lovely little Spanish side dish. Both of the other dishes uh, in episodes two and three go really well with this dish. So come back and uh, cook along um, and you'll find them on the page. For any questions or feedback, just give me a shout. Otherwise, I'll catch you soon.